Yeah, no, I can I can imagine that being extremely hard, like having to tour so much, not having time for friends, family, relatives, etc. Like you know, not not coming back home very often, being on the road consistently, um, and you kind of have this um, have this sort of kind of you know you're, you're a band, you're kind of a Christian band, you're uh, kind of around this message, and then that comes to an end, as you mentioned, after many many years, um, and then you be you're kind of at a stage where you're able to kind of de- decouple uh, your work from your belief system, and you can actually begin to look at your belief system a little bit more and begin yeah. to dive into that and, and 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 unpack it so i think it'd be really helpful obviously you, you you did that you began to read theology you began to engage what what were some of the things then that kind of um began to make you a wants to, to do that and b what were the things within that space that kind of came to the fore as as doubts or, or issues or, or tricky subjects that kind of were making you struggle yeah. and question the whole christianity stuff yep uh so i mean uh th- one of the big motivators for me was when I had my, when we had our son, our, our first child. Um, I think up until that point, I was comfortable with like looking at the world and going, you know, and looking at Christianity and going like, you know, I, I don't really know for sure what to think about some of these particular issues. And we'll get into, you know, exactly which ones those might be. Um, but it, when I, when we had our son, I felt this, this sense of like, okay, I need to, I need to actually figure out some of this stuff because I'm responsible for, you know, showing him the world and introducing him to the world and, and teaching him what's true to a degree. I mean, I mean, he'll, he's his own person. He'll find his own way. But, uh, you know, I feel like parents generally feel like they have a responsibility to like set them in a particular course in life. And, and so like, I had, I felt like I had been on the fence with Christianity for a little while where like, I still definitely believed in God, but there were certain things about Christian culture um, that I was just like not sure about. Like w- one of them was homosexuality. So I myself am, a, you know, a straight, you know, cis white dude. But I, I was really like, okay, the the culture that I'm a part of believes that homosexuality is wrong. Um, but I had a few gay friends that made me sort of go like, well, I mean, they really like. Like I had this, this gay couple that I knew and I was like, they're really, they really love each other. They're really committed. Their relationship is, I'm just having a hard time seeing it as like a bad thing. And then I go look at scripture and like the scriptural references that a lot of Christians use to condemn homosexuality. And I was like, this seems thin. This seems like, it seems to me like most Christians are against homosexuality. Most Christians that are against homosexuality are against it for cultural reasons, but they're saying it's biblical reasons. And the biblical reasons just didn't seem sufficient to have such a strong position. Um, and, and so, like, I really noticed that uh, when the Supreme Court of the U.S. Um, passed uh, same-sex marriage in 2015 or 14, whatever year that was, when that, same, when that uh, Supreme Court decision was passed down, I remember internally feeling like, that seems like a good thing. Like we should allow people to marry who they want to marry, you know, as long as they're adults and they're consenting. I mean, like, why would we say no to that? Um, Why would we want to say no to there being more committed relationships and loving relationships in the world? Like why, why would we be against that? Like, that seems like a, that seems like a wrong side of history situation. Like, you know, people used to be against interracial marriage and they would use biblical verses to support that position. And now we all agree that that's like, obviously not right. So just, it sort of 
that issue sort of like poked me a little and went like, man, my instinct is telling me that I should be supportive and celebrating the fact that people, you know, of, uh, you know, same sex couples can get married. Uh, but the culture I'm a part of does not celebrate that. And not only that, like if I came out and said that I support this, I would lose my job. My career would be over. And I remember feeling really icky about that. Um, so, so even though, like I said, even though I'm, you know, it's not an issue that affects me directly in the sense that I'm not gay. Uh, I, I had people that I cared about that were affected by this. And I felt like the Christian culture I was a part of just felt on the wrong side of history on that one. And so none of that means Christianity is untrue. It just was a, it was a, a point of like tension for me. Um, and so that was one thing. And then I started investigating like the Bible overall and like, the tradition I'm a part, I was a part of, you know, evangelical Christian, you know, pro evangelical Protestantism, um, views the Bible in a particular way, uh, it th views it in a way where it's inerrant, you know, unquestionable. This is the word of God. We can treat these words, even though they were written by human beings, we can treat them as if they're God's word to us. And I remember just poking that and going like, well, why? Like, why do we believe that based on what? And the reasoning seemed incredibly circular. Like people would point to, you know, uh, I think it's in, is it in Timothy where, you know, all, all scripture is God breathed and useful for, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, mm. like when that was written, when that was written, is that Timothy? I can't remember. Um, I think so. Yeah. What? When that was written, I mean, it's not like the new Testament had been assembled. It was being written. Uh, so like it clearly doesn't refer to the new Testament when he says all scripture, uh, Christians wouldn't, wouldn't agree that the Quran falls under that. So what exactly is being talked about there? Um, and it seemed to me that like, that would be a reference to the Hebrew Bible. Um, but, but it's a little vague. Right. And like, and I, and I remember just being like, well, Christians that argue that that is talking about the Bible as we have it. Well, that's obviously not right because it was literally being written at the time. So that's, that's not right. Um, and there's other things, you know, like the treatment of women was an issue for me. So, uh, in second Corinthians and in Timothy, um, there are verses that are very clear about women not being permitted to lead or, or speak in church and, and that kind of thing. And the traditions that I grew up in actually m mostly accepted women in leadership. Uh, now, that's a minority. Like most Christian traditions historically have not done that. So I would sort of question, you know, the, the people that I knew and go like, well, how come, how, you know, you say that you're a Bible-believing Christian. This verse seems very clear that women can't lead. Now, I think that that feels wrong. And it seems like you think it feels wrong too, because you support women in leadership, but yet you say like, like on what basis are you just throwing this out or reinterpreting it? And I like never got a good answer for that. Like sometimes it would be like, oh, well, they were talking about this one woman. It was not all women. And it was a very specific situation. And I'm like, no, read the verse. That is not there's no way that's true. Like that seems like a post hoc explanation. Anyway, I'm getting way too detailed here, but, um, suffice it to say, I had this, I had this conversation 
uh, with someone in my family. And I said, like, look, I'm, I'm reading all these different verses and some of this stuff just feels really like not right. And it feels not right in a way that I think you agree with. And so how do you like, how do you make sense of this? And it always came back to like, well, you can't always trust the translation or that version of the Bible, but the original is, um, is, you know, is the word of God is inerrant. And I was like, well, you know, we don't have any of the originals, right? (laughs) Like we don't have that. And they're like, oh, well, you know, you can kind of reconstruct what it would have been. And I'm like, how? Like, anyway, we could get way into textual criticism because I did spend a lot of time reading that, but, um, I don't want to get too in the weeds, but basically I, I, I sort of got to a place where I was like, well, if, if I don't trust, you know, like you're saying, okay, maybe we can't trust the translations. I'm saying like, I also don't feel like I have any reason to trust whatever the original could have been. Cause it's just still people, human being writing stuff down. Like on what basis do I believe that this is God, God speaking to me? Um, and my family member, when I, when I said that, you know, said back to me like, well, if, if that's what you think, then what do you even have left? And I was like, exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and that was like, I think a moment when I realized, wow, I actually really don't, I don't believe that the Bible is the word of God in the way that, the way that um, I had always believed growing up. And I did find that once my perspective on the Bible changed in that way, uh, it became became very difficult to hold on to my faith in general because it's sort of like, well, so much is based on the Bible. Like, what do I if I if I'm setting the Bible aside, what do I even have to go on? Um, and it's not much. So, so that sort of led me to the. There are other issues too, but I, I you know I don't want to get too in the weeds. Um, but that sort of led me to a place where I was like, okay, like I I don't know. I am doubting this whole thing now. Um, and that wasn't actually like, that wasn't exciting. That was terrifying. 